0: Women, Jacka. Hello, I'm Samsara and you are listening to The Players by Samsara. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge this podcast is created in NAM on the lands of the Kulin Nation and thank them for allowing us to tell our stories here. The podcast soap opera The Players by Samsara ran through all of 2018 and 2019 and had a cult following. I've decided to remaster the series in eight super cuts so that listeners can continue to revisit or enjoy anew this tale of intrigue and ambition. Today in box set 3, another new character is revealed Frank Bedford in this box set romance is in the air Ruby is put under a lot of pressure and Henri and Emerald reconnect
1: stage and all the men and women merely players.
2: Hello, this is Henri, Couturier to the Stars. How can I help you today? Hello? Uh, uh, Henri, it's me. Emerald. Why, Mademoiselle Emerald. Uh, How are you? Uh, Fabian, Mademoiselle Emerald. Uh, This is a busy day for your family, no? I just had your cousin, Mademoiselle Flora, in for a showing. Uh, Needless to say, I'm très (laughs) fatigued.
3: Yes, Flora can have that kind of effect.
2: What was she doing there? You don't make kids clothes. Oui, that is what I told her, but she insisted I show her my creations. All of my creations. Oh la la. Poor Fabian was run off his feet. I've been massaging them for the last half an hour.
3: I don't have time to hear about your love life,
2: Henri. Oh, cheeky girl. Oh, oh, <laughs> Fabian, not to be averse. She thinks we are making the love, not the money. <laughs> She's très front, may wait. <laughs> Seriously, Henri, did she buy anything? Oui. Uh, she does not have a developed palette, but she has the credit card from her maman, so I make it work. Uh, I am glad you caught my boot. I need the measurements for Mademoiselle Flora to finish the gowns. She ran off without a fitting. Oh, mon dieu.
3: Of course she did. Don't worry about her too much though, Henri. She's a survivor and if she couldn't bother to stay for the fitting, she can just wear a gown which is too big for her. Not to mention
2: age inappropriate. Mademoiselle Emerald, you know I will not let one of my masterpieces outside this store unless it is a creation of pure perfection. The goes for their sizing, too, of course. Oh, I, I know, Henri. I'm sorry.
3: Of course, I know that. After all, I was your apprentice for a whole year. Nobody knows better than I do how exacting your standards are. Well, myself and Fabian, of course. We. With-
2: You must maintain those standards in your own career too, Menon. I do not make half-finished gowns, and I do not train half-finished dressmakers. Now that we understand each other, mademoiselle Flora's measurements, Missy.
3: Oui, I I mean, yes, of course, Henri. But first, I have an extremely urgent matter I need to discuss with you.
2: what could possibly be so important this close to their launch? Everything is prepared, Menon.
3: No, I mean, no! Aunt Ruby has given Sienna's launch costume to Flora and I need to pull something together which will blow what I've already created out of the water.
2: But Mademoiselle Emerald, Flora brought her dress for me this afternoon.
3: I know. I don't have a clue what's going on but I can't take any chances. Sienna is out buying something off the rack. But when she brings it back I want to work a bit of magic. A bit of Fabian's magic.
2: Could you possibly spare him for the afternoon? No, Mademoiselle. Fabian will be walking on the robes elegant for Mademoiselle Flora. He does not have time for more. Besides, he's trelloned on, as you know.
3: But, Henri, what will I do? I can't let that little hellfire destroy Sienna's Australian debut. No,
2: no, of course not. I said Fabian was not available, but I said nothing about myself not having the time.
3: Oh, well... I never dreamed you might be willing to help. Oh, I wish everyone could s- understand the great gift you're offering.
2: We oh, wait, oui, oui. but enough of that. You know I would do anything for you, my victim deuce. Uh, give me the measurements for Mademoiselle Flora, and I shall pass them on to Fabian. Uh, Fabian, we have the measurements for that drum and girl. Uh, now, I shall be right over. Uh, you can perhaps prepare some of your papa's special scotch for me? I need to lubricate the fingers at them on. <laughs> <laughs> Poor sonry. Uh, Fabian, I've written the details here by the phone. Now I must rush to the Bannister cottage. Mademoiselle Emerald needs my help.
0: Ruby's office. Today the role of River is being played by Sophie Rose.
4: Catering has been finalised, the set is almost finished. Emerald just needs to drop in the backdrop cloth we were working on earlier. I believe Flora and Edward had their first rehearsal this afternoon, so I assume that will work out too. Well, I hope so. How did Sienna go finding a new dress? I haven't heard back from her yet. Brick went with her though, so it should go okay. You know, we are all pretty shocked with your decision about this. Oh, I know. It was a hard call to make, but I really didn't have a choice. There is some truth to her belief that she is being left out of things. Mum, she's not being left out. She doesn't want to participate. There is a difference, you know? I know. It just made me really upset seeing the three of you together without her. She needs role models and guidance at this point in her life. And who is better to turn to for that than her own sister and cousins? You're right, Mum. I will try harder with her. She doesn't make it easy, though. Well, perhaps you should give her a call to see how rehearsals went.
5: I just got off the phone with Emerald. Is it true? Take a seat, Michael. No, I don't want to take a seat. I want to know if you really did give Sienna's costume to Flora.
4: River, I think we have covered all the important things. You can go. Are you sure you want me to leave, Mum? Yes go your uncle and I have to sort this out alone (laughs) okay but I won't be far away call me if you need me
0: Brick and Sienna arrive back at the Bannister Cottage with their find today Brick is being played by Daniel Brasher
6: We're back! Great! Show me what you found. Okay. It's
3: lovely, but nowhere near as good as the dress you made for me. (laughs) That's alright. I have a plan. What plan? (laughs) I will tell you in a moment. First, show me the dress. I won't really know what needs to be done until I see it. And we really don't have much time left.
6: Fula! Here it is! Okay! Um, yep.
3: That is... a dress. Um, yeah. Mm. Um... Okay, yep. Uh, Oh, um. God! You hate it! No, I don't hate it, see. It's truly beautiful. And if you were one of the audience, this would be perfect. But
7: I'm not in the audience! I am on the stage! I'm supposed to wow them all!
8: You will, Sienna, you will. Relax. It is a gorgeous dress and you look stunning in it. You loved it when you put it on, remember?
7: It's true.
3: I did really enjoy wearing it, but not for the launch showstopper. See, the dress is gorgeous and I think I know exactly what needs to be done. Put it on, quickly, so I can get started.
8: What are you up to, young Emerald?
3: Well, Grandpa Brick, I'm going to turn this dress from stunning to OMG, oh, this dress is the most amazing gown in the world in, uh, less than 24 hours. How are you gonna do that? Why don't you leave the details to your incredibly talented sister, and you just relax, have a glass of wine with Brick, and focus, and toast your performance tomorrow.
8: What do you think, Brick? I think we need to trust Anne. She's amazingly talented, and she obviously has a clear plan in her head. Do you really think that you can get it done in time? Well, if you keep talking
3: rather than letting me get on with it, then the answer is no. I don't have much time, so please put the dress on right now.
8: Go on see. let's trust her.
3: Thanks Brick. Come on see. you know I won't let you down. There is no way I'm gonna let that little upstart Flora outshine you on your debut. You know I've got your back. I know I am.
9: Okay, let's do this. <laughs>
5: Ruby's office. I just got off the phone with Emerald. Is it true?
4: Take a seat, Michael.
5: No, I don't want to sit down. I want to know if you really did give Sienna's costume to flora.
4: Yes, it's true. I did it,
5: all right. Now, what the hell were you thinking? Do you understand what you've done? Not only have you affected Sienna's character's foundation, but you've totally destroyed Emerald's overarching design concept, not to mention my artistic intentions. It's not just a simple case of girls wearing each other's clothes. Oh,
4: don't be silly, Michael. It is just
5: a dress. No! It's not just a dress at all. Yeah, it's just moments like these I realise you've... You have absolutely no idea how art artists work.
4: Look, I think you are over-exaggerating a bit. You were all quite happy for Flora to have to go out and buy her own dress, so why is it different for Sienna? Perhaps because it is your child being inconvenienced this time.
5: You know that's not true. That dress was designed for Sienna. Flora would have had her own costume if she'd been willing to work with Emerald. And you know it. When we entered into this, we both agreed that we'd be careful not to demonstrate favouritism. You're the one who's actually breaking that agreement now. And you know it.
4: Mikey, I know it's just so hard like i desperately want this company to be a way to bring us all of us closer together it seems so obvious with all of you having the same interest i thought it would be a great environment for flora to grow into develop her talents and perhaps soften some of those hard edges she has
5: formed edges edward has formed you mean this is really all about him isn't it
4: no He is the one who came to me, but he was advocating for Flora.
5: (laughs) Just what did he say to make you think giving Flora Sienna's costume was a right and reasonable thing to do? Well, he only told me the truth. Yeah, the truth according to Edward. You're just so vulnerable to him. Come on, look. Tell me, how did he manipulate you this time? Out of your good sense?
4: Well... I love him Mikey I really do <laughs> Right look I know it's stupid And it's silly And that he sleeps around And that he is not the best influence on Flora oh, Yeah And the other very important thing that I know though Is that he loves us both very much
5: Oh Rubes look, He has had you under some sort of spell Since the moment you met I thought it would have worn off over time And you'd see the low life coin artist in which he is But it has never happened.
4: Well, they say love is blind.
5: Yeah, yeah, they do. I just never realised that.
4: Well, it's too late now to change things. Sienna has gone shopping with Britt this afternoon. And I expect they have found something by now. And there is no more time for Flora to do the same. So this is how it has to be.
5: You know this can't happen again, don't you? Ruby? I won't stand for it. I will not have my reputation and the reputations of my girls being risked by that jerk of a husband of yours. If he ever compromises our integrity again, we're walking away immediately. He's nothing to lose, but Sienna and Emerald are just starting out, and they have everything to lose.
4: Now, you, you are exaggerating again, Michael. And I really can't have you talking about him like that. He is much a member of both this company and this family as you are and deserves to be treated with the same respect as everyone else.
5: Oh, really? And where is this paragon of a a husband of yours tonight, pray tell? Is he at home keeping the heart fires burning to welcome his loving wife home after an exhausting day at the office? No. Hmm.
4: Actually, he rang me a little while ago... And he is working with the new pianist tonight on the launch piece. (laughs) You see? Mm. He can be just as dedicated as you are.
5: Yeah, and is Flora with him? Or is it just Edward and the girl?
4: Well, I am sure Flora is with them. What work could be taking place without her there?
5: Uh,
4: uh, uh, River probably needs to run some things. Are we finished here?
5: Yeah, I guess so.
4: Come in!
0: meet up at the bistro
10: this is a lovely place
0: yes I come here often
10: it has a very elegant ambience I can see why you like it not to mention how conveniently close it is to the theater mm,
1: all of that and the food is superb Alejandro the chef makes the most outstanding paella would you like to share one with me
10: Oh, no thanks. I can't really stay that long. I have a lot of preparation to do for my recital. Oh, and the launch, Mm. of course.
1: (laughs) Ah, yes, the launch. Well, you know, we still have a lot to talk over, so we may need to be here for quite a while. Ooh, ooh, your hands. They're so cold. You know, it only makes sense to combine working and eating together. That way you will be able to use your time afterwards to focus on your recital.
10: (laughs) Well, your logic defies argument. And to be honest, I am rather hungry. Excellent. Garçon.
1: Merci. Ask Alejandro to prepare his best paella, Dadou, for myself and for this beautiful lady. Oh. Oh! And a bottle of veuve cliquot as well. Merci.
10: Oh. Mm. Are we celebrating something? I thought this was a business meeting. Of
1: course, of course, we are celebrating. The business of our meeting. Mm.
10: Oh, um, well, all right. (laughs) Although with the time frame we have, we might not be celebrating anything tomorrow night at this rate.
1: Enough about tomorrow night. I want to take this moment and enjoy being in the company of a beautiful woman. At a magical first meeting
10: are you married to Mrs. Drummond? Should I even be here with you?
1: Relax, relax, my dear. We are not doing anything wrong. Yet. Or perhaps your protestations mean you are starting to feel something for me that is purely not
10: business. Oh, no, no, not at all. Ooh, Ooh.
1: you wound me.
10: Oh, I am sorry. That was rude. Of course, you are an incredibly handsome man and Mm. very charming too. Dangerously so, perhaps. I just don't want you to think that I am misinterpreting your intentions.
1: (laughs) Relax, pretty one. I am not misinterpreting anything. Now just sit back and enjoy the great food and the wonderful champagne Mm. and the entrancing conversation.
10: Yes, (laughs) that sounds lovely.
0: Henri rushes to Emerald's workshop to come to the rescue. The role of brick is being played by Daniel Brasher.
3: So, see, we can nip it in here at the waist and it will pleat into a beautiful bell shape over the hip with uh, a bit of bead in I'm here. where are you? Uh, We're in my workshop, Henri. It's at the end of the hall.
2: I I, I came as quick as I could. I said traffic is terrible this time of the afternoon, eh?
3: Henri... You know my sister Sienna, of course, but you won't have met Brick before, I don't think. He's Ruby's son. Ah,
2: Mademoiselle Sienna, you are beautiful as always. And Monsieur Brick, I respect your mother very much. She is a striking woman and so very, very clever. Oh,
8: Thank you, Henri. It is a real pleasure to meet you. Of course, I have heard so much about you and the gowns you design for Mum are just exquisite.
7: Henri, I cannot thank you enough for coming to help Emerald, get me out of this catastrophe! Oh,
2: it is a catastrophe now, but in only a few hours it shall be a miracle and the entire world will gasp.
3: They will now that you're here to help.
2: For you I would do anything, my dearest Emerald. It has been so long since I have seen you, since uh, the accident, no? I thought you had forgotten about your Henri.
3: You taught me everything I know, Henri. I could never forget you. It's just been hard lately.
2: Let me see you. Ah, I see these girls. And yet, you're even more beautiful than you were before. There was a, a strength and determination where before there was doubt and hesitation. You are a woman now, where before you were a young girl. You have a fire inside now, forged by the fire outside, menon. You know? I don't know if I would say that, Henri. Henri, Emerald doesn't like to talk about the accident. You should not hide from the pain, mon ami. It is the pain which moulds the soul. And it is the soul which shines out upon the world. But enough of this. I need to see the dress. Uh, It is this dress you have on now, Mademoiselle Sienna? That's the one, Henri. Mm. Mm. Uh, uh, Turn around, please.
7: Oh, no! It's hopeless, isn't it, Henri? I told Emerald she shouldn't have let me
2: choose it without her! Uh, No, no, mademoiselle, it is. uh, adequate. We can make it
3: magnifique, can't we, Henri? It has to be better than whatever
8: Flora decides to wear. Oh,
2: my dear, you are also competitive!
8: Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe us.
2: (laughs) Well, I cannot promise this will be better than one of my original creations, but we can certainly give it our own for its money. And it will be distinctive, because it will be the work of Mademoiselle Emerald. I shall only be her assistant with this Robelagon. You're putting a lot of faith in me, Henri. Of course. You're my protégé. I have no doubts at all about what you are capable of. Now... Tell me what it is you have planned.
0: Flora bursts into Ruby's office. Today, the role of Ruby will be played by Samsara.
6: Flora! What are you doing here? Well, hello to you too, Mother. It's so nice to be welcomed in such a loving manner. You caught me by
0: surprise, that's all. I thought you were rehearsing for tomorrow with your father. Uh, no, that rehearsal was like an hour ago. Also, I missed it. An hour ago? But your father rang only a moment ago and said he would be working on your piece into the evening with the new pianist.
6: (laughs) Well, he might be working with her, but he isn't working with me. Damn him. Tut-tut, Ruby. What kind of example is that for you to set for your impressionable teenage daughter?
0: what kind of example is your father setting? Anyway, did I hear right? You missed the rehearsal earlier today? Yep. And... Would you be gracious enough to enlighten me as to the reason why? I couldn't make it. Why couldn't you make it? Were you injured? I see no bleeding. Perhaps you were taken hostage and forcibly bound or couldn't get away. Very funny. No, I was doing something. It took longer than I thought. Flora, how do you expect to be prepared to perform tomorrow night if you don't rehearse? This is exactly why your uncle had to pull you out of the main act. I was preparing for the show. You always assume the worst of me. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. So what was so important that you had to miss rehearsal and that you couldn't ask River to organise for you? I did ask River and she told me to do it myself.
6: Actually, she's been really mean. She's the one sabotaging me. River is my sister, but she treats Sienna better than she treats me.
0: Oh, I know, sweetie. I have noticed and I spoke to her about this very thing earlier today. She's promised to try harder to be supportive of you. Try? She shouldn't have to try. She's my sister. She should just do it. Oh, Flora, this is why I'm starting the company. I want you and River and Brick to be closer, despite the age gap. I really want this to be an opportunity for us to develop a deeper relationship too. I don't suppose you would start calling me mum for real? No, you're just as mean to me as the
6: others. You always show preference for them and you resent how much Dad loves me. Oh, Flora,
0: that's not true. I don't understand, though. Why do you call him Dad, but you won't call me Mum? We're both your parents. Because Daddy loves
6: me and always does what it takes to make me happy. You keep stopping me from things and telling me off and making me share stuff. Is that what a loving mother does? No.
0: Honey... I'm just trying to help you learn boundaries so that you will grow into a mature and respected woman. Respected? Like you are?
6: Do you think Daddy respects you? Do you think the Banisters respect you? They're only tagging along for a free ride to stardom with dramatic Enough! If,
0: if you learnt to respect other people, they would tra- start treating you better. <sighs> Let's change the subject. This is getting us nowhere. You still haven't told me what this urgent errand was that you had to run? I was at the mall. At the mall? Why? I have already approved you using Sienna's costume, and she has gone out and bought another dress. Your father was supposed to tell you. I'm sorry you didn't get the message. I should have had River do it. She's so much more Daddy did tell me, but I had
6: to buy shoes, didn't I? I can't walk out in that gorgeous costume with no footwear. In fact, I actually came here to show you how perfect they are. See?
0: Oh, Flora. We could have organised the shoes. In fact, I think Emerald already had selected a pair for the costume, and you and Sienna have the same foot size. I'm not wearing hand-me-down shoes. They are brand new and have never been worn. I don't care. I want shoes bought for me, not her. all all alright. I guess I can understand that. But Flora, you need to learn to prioritise. Nobody is going to care what shoes you wear if you can't sing the song and you can't do the dance. Oh, uh, that's okay. I'll just learn it tomorrow morning. Perhaps you should call your father and join him and Karana to rehearse this evening.
6: <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're really funny, Ruby. Besides, I can't tonight.
0: Why not?
6: Because I'm going to the movies with some friends. In fact, I have to go now or I'm going to be late.
0: Flora! Sienna take the chance to relax at the bistro. The role of Brick is being played by Daniel Brasher.
8: Oh, look, your dad just come in.
0: Where? Oh, there he is.
8: Oh, dear, he does not look happy. I wonder what has him so riled. Uh,
7: my guess is that would be me.
8: Why? What did you do?
7: He rang me earlier and I burst into tears and told him the whole sorry story. Obviously I was feeling a lot less confident then than I do now and with all the help and support you and Emerald were giving me, and the amazing Henri of course, I can't believe Em managed to get him
8: involved. I think we should invite your dad over. He should hear the good news. That way he'll be able to sleep tonight.
7: The good news? Ha!
8: Now, now, I thought we were past all that. You take another swig of that very effective margarita, and I'll bring him over.
7: Hmm, good idea. Order me another one while you're up there. This one is going down very easy.
8: (laughs) It's a good thing you're my cousin, or I could have my wicked way with you.
7: The best guys are always relatives or (sighs) gay.
8: And then there's Edward.
7: Go! No talking about Edward or Flora tonight. By royal decree of the High Queen Sienna of the realm of Dramaticus.
8: Your Majesty. Oh, but seriously, maybe I shouldn't get you another one of those. They look dangerous.
7: Nonsense, another for me. And while you're there, get yourself one too. There is no adventure in Scotch. I don't care how old it is. Scotch is a serious drink and this is a night for fun and relaxation. Not for Emerald. True. All the more reason you should join me in honor of the hard work she's putting in and the sacrifice she's making this evening.
8: All right. I'm going now, my liege.
7: Get thee hence, and do my bidding. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Dad.
5: You look like you're having a good time. Last time we spoke, we were in tears. Stand you know you don't have to pretend when you're not in pain around Lisa, you know. me, sweetheart. Don't leave me rage of the world. I'm here.
7: Oh, no, Dad. I already did that. Brick and Emerald held my hand and were strong for me.
5: Well, thanks, Brick. It is good to know that you're willing to be strong for Sienna even when What is happening affects you too. Well,
8: Uncle Mike, I'm not going to pretend I wasn't shocked and appalled when I found out what Mom had agreed to, but my two gorgeous cousins are a lot stronger and more resilient than we give them credit for. Sienna and I blasted the boutiques together. Sienna does a truly entrancing gowns um, modeling sachet, by the way. Mm. We should look at putting that in a show. The men won't know what hit them. Stop it! You're my cousin! But seriously, we found an amazing gown. And Emerald has embodied the goddess Nike and is working away this evening to make it even better than her original design. She is a powerhouse.
7: And with the help of Henri too.
5: Well, I'm glad it's all been sorted out. I'm a bit worried about the amount of work that's been laid upon Emerald's feet for this event. I think I'm going to have to insist on getting her a design assistant for the shows. And whilst I'm glad this costume problem seems to have been sorted out, I'm very angry that Emerald now has all that extra work to do at the last minute. She was already on a tight work schedule, and now this.
7: Dad, it's going to be okay. You know, she is loving it. Or was until today. And Emma's totally energised by her design work. You see how her face glows, even under the baggy, sleep-deprived eyes and big yawns. I think she is secretly relishing the chance to work with Henri again, too.
5: Well, that's true. I'm just not sure she'll get it all done. And even if she does, will she have a breakdown at the end? This much stress and work just is not good for anyone.
8: She can take a break after the launch tomorrow night. Yes. You and Mum haven't even announced our inaugural production yet. She can have a rest until you do. No one can start work and we don't even know what the play is that we're doing. By the way, it's just the three of us here now and no one is sitting within hearing distance. What is the play? Have you two made a decision yet? (laughs) Oh <laughs> yeah.
5: However, oh, no, these lips are sealed. You will have to all wait until tomorrow night, just like everyone else.
7: Oh, so you will be announcing the show? Will you be announcing the whole season?
5: <laughs> now what? V-
0: River and Frank are finalising staging details for the launch. In this scene, the role of Ruby Drummond is being played by Joe Boyd.
9: Yes Frank, that should work. Oh my god, I nearly had a heart attack when the supplier rang and gave me the final dimensions.
8: No stress, Miss Murillo. Every problem has a solution.
9: (laughs) Frank, we are going to be working together quite intimately for a long time to come, so I think you can start calling me River.
8: Thanks, River. I wasn't sure. What what with you being the boss's daughter and all.
9: When we are here at Dramaticus, I am the head stage manager, not Ruby's daughter. You are the technical manager, and we are going to have to develop a strong working relationship in order to make this theatre work. We can't do that if I'm putting on airs and graces, or if you think you can't speak openly and honestly without fear of repercussions.
8: That's true. I'm very relieved to hear you say that.
9: (laughs) (laughs) look uh it's getting late and there is not much more that we can do today how about we pop over to the bistro for a quick beer
11: before heading home
8: <gasps> a woman after my own heart ah uh,
11: there you are river i need to have a word with you Ugh. is it urgent ma'am? uh-huh well frank and
8: i were just <laughs> finishing for the day i'll leave you two to it then <laughs> look i'll see you tomorrow river uh, don't worry there won't be any problems and we can get the framing in
9: no frank I offered you a beer and a beer we shall have. (coughs) Why don't you finish packing up? I am sure this won't take long. Will it, Mum? And I'll (laughs) join you shortly.
8: Well, if you insist, just uh, call me if the situation
9: changes. (coughs) Alright, Mum,
11: calm down. Whatever has happened, we'll sort it out or work around. Uh, I'm very angry and disappointed with you, River. Why? I just had Flora in my office and she's told me how you treated her. I couldn't believe it after the talk we recently had and all those lovely assurances you gave me about treating her with more respect. Oh, well, slow
9: down, Mum. What are you talking about? I haven't done anything to Flora. What is she saying about me now?
11: Flora missed rehearsals this afternoon. Oh, again?
9: Yes! And you know why. No, Mum. I truly don't. What lie she concocted about me to excuse her behaviour this time? See? See, there it is again. A complete
11: lack of respect for her. Oh,
9: I'm sorry, Mum. What happened to
11: Flora? Why did she miss the rehearsal? She missed re- rehearsal this afternoon because you refused to help her with her costume problem.
9: Oh, what costume problem? Hmm? The dress fits and all the accessories were already sorted for Sienna, so there was nothing left to do. The shoes, River! Oh my God, she doesn't need shoes. Emerald already purchased the right shoes for the costume and Sienna and Flora have the same size feet. I know,
11: I know, but you should have shown more compassion and support for her. You should have understood that she would need at least one element of that costume, just one that was selected for her and not Sienna. We wouldn't even be having this
9: discussion if you hadn't given Sienna's costume to Flora in the first
11: place. I beg your pardon. I am the chief executive of this company and I make all the final decisions. It is not your place to question them or to sabotage them out of some stupid childish sibling rivalry. Your job is to support the executive and the creatives and you fail. Did you really just say
9: that? After all the work I have put in to make this happen, the 18 hour days, the endless negotiations to meet the deadlines and have everyone working cooperatively. Uh,
11: Okay, okay. All right. I'm sorry, River. I know I was a bit harsh. I guess I'm just feeling exhausted and under so much pressure too. This business with Edward and Flora is just the last straw, really. And I shouldn't have taken it out on you.
9: No, Mum, you really shouldn't have. I do understand, though. Just be careful where you aim the bullets, because you know I'm not the one who should be in the firing line. You know it.
11: I know, sweetheart. Can you forgive me? Of course, Mum. Well, Frank looks like he's ready to go. Uh, is there something I should know about going on here? <laughs> no, Mum. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, off you go. You've worked hard and you deserve a little relaxation. Just remember not to overdo it tonight. We have a huge day tomorrow and it starts early. Oh, don't
9: I know it. You have a relaxing night tonight too. Hmm? Frank.
8: Mm-hmm. Let's go. Radio.
0: Michael, Brick and Sienna continue their conversation at the bistro. In this scene, the role of Brick Morello is being played by Daniel Brescia. <laughs>
5: Now that, I can tell you, yes, we have the full season lined up.
8: Are you and Mum the only ones who know the details, or are C and I the only two mushrooms who know
5: nothing? <laughs> only Ruby. Oh, and uh, River. Well, we needed her help to get things organised, so we had to let her in on it as well. Oh, and... Uh, you know, I did have to tell Edwin what a play is.
8: Hey, if Edward knows, we have the right to know too. <laughs>
5: yeah, nice dry sport. Slam <laughs> dunk, nothing but new. Well, I'd better head home and check in on Emerald. Don't stay out too late, you two. Director's orders. You don't want to look all strung out and puffy on our big debut.
8: All right, jeez. Everybody's giving me orders tonight. Ouch. That's it. You're cut off for the rest of the evening. <laughs>
7: Bye, Dad. I'll be home soon. Hey, is that who I think it is sitting over there? Where? In the nook, by the terrace.
8: Where? Oh, yes, that's Edward. Oh.
7: Who's that with him? I've never seen her before.
8: It's Karana.
7: Who's Karana?
8: She's the repetiteur Mum brought in to play for Edward and Flora at the launch tomorrow.
7: They seem very cosy.
8: Yes, they do, don't they? Well, maybe we should go up and say hi. It doesn't look like they want to be interrupted. Which is exactly why we should. No,
7: Brick, let's not start anything. Besides, I'm sure it's all perfectly innocent. They probably had a long rehearsal and he's just being kind by taking her to dinner and a thank you.
8: Sienna, you can be so naive sometimes. Why, Brick, are you jealous? Do you
7: know her? Do you have the hots for her? No. Sort of. Of course not. Your eyes seem to have a tinge of green all of a sudden.
8: Have you finished your drink? I'm ready to go. We have a big day tomorrow, remember?
7: Wow, I really hit a nerve tonight. Don't wait too long to make you
8: move. Edward is a fast worker. I really loathe that man. If you didn't know, you would never guess he was married. He causes mum so much pain and there is nothing I can do about it.
7: Oh no Brick, you are right. We should go. This isn't fun anymore.
8: Your chauffeur is ready, my high queen.
0: River and Frank share an after-work drink at the Bistro.
9: How funny was it to run into Brick and Sienna like that?
8: Looks like your whole family has given up on home cooking this evening.
9: What do you mean?
8: I'm sure I saw your uncle Michael leaving as we approached. And isn't that your dad? I see you over there in the nook.
9: What? Oh, you mean my stepfather. My dad is dead. I am proud to say I am in no way relation to that slime ball in the corner
8: whatsoever. Wow, River. I don't think I've ever heard anything that harsh come out of your pretty mouth before.
9: (laughs) You think my mouth is pretty?
8: Of course. I think everything about you is beautiful. That's why I'm so surprised at what you called Mr. Drummond.
9: I'm sorry. It is just, it's just so hard to be nice to him. I mean, think about it. It is the night before the launch. Everyone is stressed out to the max, especially my mum. And here he is coming onto some floozy he probably picked out of the gutter rather than standing by her side and supporting her.
8: I don't think that woman is just some floozy.
9: Why, do you know her?
8: No, but I did see her on stage today and she can sure tinkle a tune on the Ivories.
9: Oh, yep. She must be the feeling repetiteur for Edward and Flora. So she's good, is she?
8: Well, she's looking a little bit bad at the moment, I must admit. They look a bit too cosy if you ask me.
9: You can't blame her. Edward is a snake in the grass who comes onto anything in a skirt that moves. It happens so often that there's just not even any point in being upset by it. I just don't understand how mum puts out with it. Why won't she kick him out? How can she let herself be treated so badly?
8: (laughs) Funny. I kind of thought Brick was making a move on her.
9: Why do you say that?
8: He was flexing those mighty fine muscles of his that are on stage Practicing his yoga, I think he called it
9: <laughs> And what would you call it?
8: Bloody showing off his bod, <laughs> if you ask me <laughs> I Ain't never seen Peck's ripple like that on the Dalai Lama <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure
9: If that woman has Brick after her, what is she doing with Edward then? I mean, Brick is young and hot and virile. And your brother. What?
8: Oh.
9: (laughs) Yeah, I I guess that did sound a bit weird,
3: didn't it?
8: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think it's time to change the subject. And maybe the drink? Mm. Fancy something a bit stronger? You need to relax as much as everyone else does. And I have decided it is my job to make sure that happens.
9: Hmm, my, my, you do like taking charge, don't you, Frank?
8: Only in my fields of responsibility, of course.
9: Am I one of your fields of responsibility, Frank?
8: Do you want to be?
9: What would you do if I said yes, Frank?
8: I wouldn't do anything right now. You're tired, stressed, and under the influence of alcohol.
9: I am a grown woman, well past the age of consent.
8: Yes, but I like my consent untainted. Don't worry, this conversation is not over. In fact, it's just getting started, but tonight is not the night for big decisions.
9: Oh, uh, you don't like
8: me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I, I do like you, <laughs> that, that's the problem.
9: No, then I don't understand.
8: River, I want to get to know you. Very well indeed, you are a beautiful woman, and one of the most intelligent and competent professionals I've ever come across. Hell, you're a superwoman in a chocolate box, and I want to sample every one of those sweet delights,
11: Mm.
8: (laughs) one day. (laughs) Right now though... We're just a couple of mates sharing a drink after work to let off steam the night before a big show. If we can make it any more than that tonight, we will lose the magic before we're ready to really feel it. Oh,
9: that was beautiful. You're a poet too?
8: (laughs) afraid not, my beauty. That's your fatigue talking now, I'll tell you what. Let's do a shot of vodka with the next pint and then perhaps we should call it a night, eh?
9: Mm, Whatever you say, I am tired of making decisions.
8: So let me make them, don't worry. I will get you home all safe and sound and in one piece. Mm, I am all yours.
0: Edward drops Karana off at her place after their dinner at the bistro. (laughs)
8: Whoa,
10: whoa, whoa, whoa
1: there, careful.
10: No, the floor moved.
1: I rather think the floor stayed
10: still. Uh, No, one minute it was there and then the next it shifted. Alright, (laughs) alright. Whoops! Ah.
1: Let's get you onto the sofa. Mm. Sofas don't have a tendency to move by themselves.
10: Ah.
8: (laughs) Nice.
1: Mm. Mm. I do believe you might have had just a little teensy too much to drink.
10: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think so too. It was fun though.
1: (sighs) Yes, it has been. It doesn't have to end Mm. just yet, you know
10: the pale pay <laughs> was <laughs> divine uh, mm. and the bubbles in the champagne wow. were like a party a mama mm. I haven't had a meal like that in a very long time
1: we could have more dinners like that if you want oh Ooh, let me take off those killer heels you were wearing! Oh. Before the world moves again.
10: <laughs> I would love that.
1: Lift your feet onto my lap. Mm, good girl.
10: Mm. One can never have enough of good food and good company. Maybe your wife can join us next time.
1: Mm no, nah, that's not really what I was thinking about.
10: <sighs> Whatever. Mm, that massage feels good.
1: Mmm, so do you have a boyfriend, Kirana?
10: No. Mmm, uh, mm. um, oh. Oh, my thighs are fine, but mm. thanks. Shh. I think you should probably go now. Um, thank you for a lovely evening.
1: We are friends, aren't we?
10: Mm-hmm.
1: Mmm. Mm. Mm. This feels good, doesn't it? Mmm. Mmm. Oh, so warm when mm. wet. Mmm. Uh, you don't really want me to stop, do you? Uh, mm, we could become very uh, mm, good friends.
10: Um,
1: I don't need to leave at all, really, do I? Uh, mm.
10: But what about your wife? Oh, my pants!
1: <laughs> mm, what about her?
10: Uh, Ooh, look, uh,
1: you know, her belly ring. Mm. Let's see if this makes your Ooh. skin just...
10: Ooh. a
1: little bit more sensitive. Yeah. Oh, mm. God. Ooh, are you having fun? Uh,
10: mm. Yes.
1: Uh, can I... Uh, can I stay? Uh, mm.
10: Yes. Yes. Uh.
0: Oh! <sighs> Emerald is working late into the night on Sienna's costume. The role of Ruby Drummond is being played by Joe Boyd. So...
3: Flora thinks she can just steal my designs and then steal the show, does she? Well, I have news for her. Nobody tries this with me and gets away with it. If I can survive a car crash, I can certainly survive a power struggle with a silly little teenager. (laughs) You know, How dare she? What gives her the right to think that she can put in no effort at all and then be the dictator over all of us? I know the answer to that now, don't I? It's Aunt Ruby, of course. All Flora has to do is pout and throw a tantrum and there comes Mummy running to her rescue. I wish I still had a mum who would do that. <laughs> I can just imagine mum and Aunt Ruby going at it. Boxing gloves on. The referee dinging the bell. And off they go. Flora and I, opposite corners, wiping sweat from their brows and pouring water over their faces. The entire arena roaring, desperate to see who lands that fatal blow. Ding, ding, ding! Ah! It's a TKO to April Bannister! Yes! The rumor rots with applause! Woohoo! And Flores sinks away in defeat. Oh, Mum. I need you so badly right now. I'm so exhausted. And I'm afraid I'm won't get this done in time to save Sienna.
11: Oh, Emerald, I'm so sorry.
3: Uh, Aunty Ruby, I didn't see
11: you there. Look, I'm sorry if I scared you. I just wanted to pop in before I went home to see how you're going.
3: Oh, I'm fine.
11: No, you're not. I heard you just now. Oh. Look, you're overworking yourself and you miss your mum. I'm so sorry she's not here for you. Yeah, I d- do miss her.
3: <laughs> I'm just being silly though. Look, you know I always love it when you visit, but I really have a lot of work to get done for
11: tomorrow, so I really don't have time for a visit right now. Okay, Right then, is, is this the dress that Sienna and Rick chose? Yes. Oh, it's beautiful.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's perfect really they did
11: well well if it's perfect do you really need to do anything to it I I mean you need the rest
3: oh it's a perfect dress sure but it's not a perfect costume Sienna will need to shine in a room full of beautiful (laughs) and elegant women so it needs more
11: okay I I guess you're right you are the designer after all is there anything I can do to help have you eaten Uh, No, but I'll just find something in the
3: fridge a bit later.
11: Well, that's at least one thing I can do for you. I'll make you a lovely, nourishing meal to help you keep you energised as you work. No, no, I'm alright, really. Nonsense. If your mum were here, she'd tell you I'm right. Don't worry, I won't disturb you and once I've served your meal, I'll disappear. Look, I do love you, you know, and I feel terribly guilty about what's happened. I'm just struggling with how to prioritise everyone's competing needs at the moment. (laughs) Look, I admit, when I made this decision, I truly didn't consider the consequences. And I'm only just beginning to learn how the theatre works. Oh, I know.
3: You're just going to have to learn to consult a bit more, Aunt Ruby. Uh Every decision you make will have a huge consequence on all of us.
11: We're here for you too, you know. I know, love. Anyway, it's off to the kitchen with me. Call if you need anything. I will. And
3: Aunt Ruby?
0: Yes? Thank you. Players was written and produced by Samsara and the theme music is by Embryo. The Shakespeare voiceover is by Shane Grant. The Players features Jack Avery as Flora Drummond, Daniel Brasher as Frank Medford, April Gorefa as Emerald Bannister, Justin Groves as Brick Morello, Axel Gunn as Michael Bannister, Scott Knight as Edward Drummond, Imbileli Ling as River Morello, Jacqueline Lombardo as Sienna Bannister, Gabrielle Raya as Creat. Gabrielle Ryer as Karana, Marie Shefford as Ruby Drummond, and Damien Valletta as Henri. In Box Set 4, Karana finds herself in a terrifying situation and Flora makes the biggest mistake of her life so far. If you like this episode, please leave a tip by clicking on the tip jar link in the show notes. If you live in Melbourne, you can also check out my other podcast, What Did She Do?, which celebrates live theatre in Melbourne every Sunday. And if you want more audio drama by this fabulous team, you you can listen to the podcast Samsara's Dramas. And remember, do what you love and do a lot of it.